So you probably are aware by now that we use Anchor.fm here on this podcast for COVID-19 PPC. And I wanted to tell you about Anchor.fm because this is actually the second uh, podcast hosting software I've used. And um, I really like it. I love how easy it is to use. I love the fact that it's free. And they have so many tools here like music and all these different options that help you record and edit your podcast either from your phone or your PC or your computer. And then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And then also you can even make money from your podcast with minimum, with no minimum listenership. And it's all you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're new to podcasting and you're interested in um, getting started, I recommend Anchor.fm. So what you can do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started um, that's my recommendation. And, um, you know, after almost a year of podcasting, I'm really glad I found Anchor just recently. It just makes things so much easier. And, uh, yeah, come check out anchor.fm. Welcome to season two of COVID-19 Public Health Policy and Culture. In these episodes, we share international stories about the pandemic around the world, what it looks like in everyday lives, as well as what it looks like from the eyes of researchers and professionals who work on the pandemic, on controlling the pandemic. This podcast is designed for information to be translatable. This podcast is designed to translate information from epidemiologists, emergency medical professionals, and those who do work on the front lines with the pandemic firsthand in everyday living and what it looks like in everyday family culture as an individual just living on planet Earth during this time. In these episodes, you will learn more about the pandemic and how to protect yourselves and others during this historic moment. Welcome to COVID-19 PPC. I'm your host, Dr. April Moreno. We're in season two now after a brief intermission to process the different things that were going on and to witness the beginning of our next phase of getting through this pandemic. At this point now, in as of season two, here we are at the beginning, first quarter of 2021. And uh, at the end of last season, we were kind of near um, the third quarter of 2020 at the time, I believe. And we were just getting into an understanding of some of the details of the aerosol characteristics of this virus of COVID-19 and getting a handle culturally of people wearing their masks and understanding what the restrictions should look like in terms of public health. At the time of the last season ending, we were looking at that struggle between politics and business and public health. We were looking at that struggle between health information versus perceived safety in a business setting. So one person's definition of safety during this pandemic was very different from another person's safety definition because of their um, competing interests. So that's where we ended the last season. And in this season, we are very clearly turning the corner on an understanding of how to control this virus, 
how to work with it. We have a much clearer understanding of its characteristics and spread, its patterns, how we can control it, and what is needed. I'm very grateful that we have some really good examples. Women-led, as I must mention on today being Women's Day, International Women's Day, some of the nations around the world who have really done a wonderful job, an excellent job at handling this pandemic have been women-led countries. I commend you all. They've been able to successfully reduce the number of deaths due to the pandemic, reduce the number of incidents and prevalence, and it's just been very hopeful to be able to see these examples, these shining examples in this international pandemic. So with much gratitude, you're doing an excellent job, women-led, small island countries who have been very successful at navigating this pandemic. During the second half of this pandemic story, we are now, as I mentioned, turning the corner. We are understanding how it spread. We are clear that it's not necessarily just droplets. We are understanding the need for masks. We are even understanding the need for, in some cases, double masking. Some people even triple mask. It is wonderful to see that there is a an abundance now of KN95s on the market. There is a slowly increasing amount of N95s out there, which is good to see as well. But the double masking has been very helpful. And of course, the best development of all during this second phase, the second part of the story, is that we have the vaccine. So here we are now with three different vaccines in the United States. We've got Moderna, we've got Pfizer, we've got even Johnson & Johnson on its way to different clinics and vaccination sites. And it's wonderful. We are slowly opening up the different phases of vaccine rollout so that more and more people are able to get it. So the light is appearing at the end of the tunnel, but we are not out of the woods yet. We are still looking at these different variants as of the other day, I read about one in New York, which is a concern. I hate to share these because sometimes they're just so discouraging, but this one in New York, this new strain is at this time, from what the news is saying, potentially immune to the vaccine. And according to the University of Minnesota's Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, this new COVID variant in New York, New York's new variant carries a mutation that may weaken the effectiveness of vaccines. It's identified as the B.1.526 variant, discovered in November, and it accounts for about one in four sequences in a database shared by scientists. So what we've found so far is that with the COVID, the COVID virus is that there are these several various um, strains and variants and that's been the case from the beginning. And uh, what we need to think about is the ones where they have classified as variants of concern. Some variants are not too different from the others, but some are of concern because of the fact that they may be more resistant to the, the vaccine, more able to be spread, more contagious. So that is a concern. However, it looks like here they're looking at variant protection. According to the same article, Pfizer and Moderna are exploring variant protection. They're testing their mRNAs, vaccines against current variants. And they have one that's targeting the South African variant, the B1315. However, they're testing to see if this third dose will trigger an enhanced immune response against the new variants. So they're checking on that 
um, researching on that as well. So this is a continuing developing concern of international scale. And for this reason, on International Women's Day, I felt pulled to bring back this podcast. We are only half, about halfway done. I don't know the future. I don't know how much longer we have to deal with this pandemic, but we have definitely turned a corner in terms of understanding, and we have a new approach to controlling this pandemic, this virus, through our vaccine outreach, our vaccine, um, that's another story, outreach, our vaccine rollout. And to discuss this internationally would be a wonderful thing to do as well at this time. So during International Women's Day, we are back. We have begun chapter two of the COVID-19 PPC podcast. Thank you for listening and to your good health, all the best. And um, stay with us as we continue to share international stories about how this pandemic is affecting us culturally in terms of public health, policy, and culture.